0: Welcome to the Marie Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to Maureen Menu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. It's a gorgeous afternoon. I don't know if Eric's going to agree with me on the gorgeous part or not. Really sunny and beautiful, and (laughs) not that
1: cold. Sunny?
0: It is. It's sunny. Well, okay. You know, we get into the studio. Oh, we're on South Bellevue. Clouds. And there are dark clouds. But wasn't it gorgeous out there? It was,
2: Marie. Really, you.
1: know. well, huh? I really... Thank you. To me, I think it's gorgeous whether it's cloudy or whether it's sunny because... Good you answer. Know, a sky without clouds is kind of like a canvas without paint. <laughs> you know? Oh, Aww. isn't that
0: beautiful? So, Eric, you are a true n- Northwestern... We, we've
1: got a real a painting poet. happening today. Okay. Oh, yeah, It's gorgeous out there. <laughs> I'm like,
0: telling you. So, of course, we're welcoming, welcoming everyone to the show. If you've, if you Okay, if I can get my tongue untied. <laughs> if this is your first time on the show, welcome listening to our show. My name is Marie Cherry. I was a registered nurse, but now I work as an energy intuitive and love helping people resolve issues in their life. And on Thursdays, I always have the pleasure of having a guest on the show. And today I get to have one of my favorite, favorite guests Aww. and dear, dear friend, Dr. Sheila Den Merritt, who is one of the first graduates of Bastyr University. And for those of you who don't know what Bastyr is, one of the... Leading health, naturopathic, acupuncturist, Chinese herbal medicine universities in the world. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: Amazing. Um, Dr. Dun Merritt studied with the pioneers in the field of natural medicine and uh, her skills and her patients. Um, she offers decades of clinical experience with strong skills emphasizing correct diagnosis, supportive treatments, prevention, prevention, okay, we'll have to work on my tongue, and wellness. Uh, Dr. Merritt's unique education of nursing and naturopathic medicine blend the basic science of MDs with knowledge of non-invasive natural therapies. Welcome,
2: Thank you. Do you remember when we were talking about correct diagnosis and you you had asked me, Sheila, well, what do you mean correct diagnosis? And so Marie and I have been talking quite a bit about the differences between the standard medical world that we Mm -hmm. live in and Mm -hmm. the naturopathic world that I live in. And as a naturopath, um, of course, I blend both worlds. So I know the language of the standard medical scientific world uh, my tongue is tied to sci- scientific <laughs> procedures, but we go beyond that and into what I'm going to call correct diagnosis. So, for example, I had a patient who brought in her lovely little 3-year-old um, who had, was having trouble going to the bathroom, constipation. Mm-hmm. So the standard medical approach was to give her a product that she was supposed to take quote for the rest of her life. Really? Yes. Yikes. And it had it was a petroleum product. Oh yeah. Toxic. Right. Okay. So, naturopathic approach would be to go hmm why is she constipated? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that would lead to the health detective that I am to look Love at... that health detective. Yeah, well, you know, you're right. an intuitive detective, right? right? And the question is, is what is she taking in? What is she eating? What might she be eating that would be causing constipation? Right. And that's not too difficult to hone that in and find that out. Sometimes if I'm going to treat naturally, maybe I would give prune juice. Right, you right. You know, do I need to give a product that... That has toxic side effects? I don't think Especially so. Especially
0: for the first option.
2: Exactly. You, you know, uh,
0: but that's what I always find interesting, how conventional medicine generally wants to start with drugs. Yes. When I think that should be kind of a last resort. Right. When everything else has failed right. and, and patients are worsening. Right. Then we can go to things that are you know more synthetic that are maybe going right. to get things to change, but not.
2: The first step. See, I think our culture is hypnotized to believing that drugs is the answer, and that the pharmaceutical industry really has us totally believing that you need a drug.
0: Right, right.
2: That our body, our bodies need the drug. Right. I mean, you're lacking volume in your system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It's wild. Right, right. When you have this incredible, each of us has an incredible body that's in, intelligent, oh, and, and biochemically, completely. as you said, unique. Yes. Know, everyone is biochemically unique. Yes. And so when we're prescribing synthetic drugs for mass populations of people, we're disrupting the bio uniqueness of each individual.
2: That is so true. Which
0: makes it hard for people to come back to stability. You know, I have clients all the time who by the time they come to see me, they need to get off the eight, nine, or ten different drugs that they're on. Right. 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 And and that takes a while for their body to adjust. Right. You know?
2: I'll tell you for for myself, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true for you. It's harder for me to read what's really going on with the person when there's so many disruptive influences from the chemicals, from the drugs, from our environmental influences. It's it's much more difficult than to see who the person really is.
0: I completely agree, especially with antidepressants. It's like there's a fog in their aura.
2: Oh interesting. Because they're blocking
0: their emotions and energy runs on your feelings. Ah.
2: So people are somewhat
0: numb that it's more challenging to look into their energetic system and see what the core issues are, which is what I love about naturopathic medicine because yeah. that's really the, the 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 big big step yeah. in holistic healing is what's causing the constipation or the depression or the headaches. Or the fatigue. I mean,
2: I see fatigue so much. I mean, is it thyroid that's the reason why the fatigue is uh, occurring? Is it not enough vitamin D because we're living in the the painted landscape of Seattle? Right. You know, is it the adrenal? I mean, there's so I've decided to call myself a health detective.
0: I I heard you say that when we were sitting outside before we came to the studio. I loved and loved it. Sherlock comment. Holmes. I love it. I oh. love it. and I know how much you love working with your patients, yeah. and you're very intuitive. Mm-hmm. you are. so I, I know that they are getting the best of both worlds when they come to see you.
2: Well, you know what else, Marie? It, people often know what's really going on mm-hmm. bes- behind their clouded um auric fields, if you really listen, so for all of those who are listening today, listen to yourself because you know what's going on. And when you go see your doctor, if they're not listening to you, Go somewhere else where you can be heard. That's really important. It's yeah. absolutely important, right?
0: Because truly, it's, it's a group effort to help a person yeah. become well. You yeah. know? And the patient needs to be an active participant. That yep. creates long-lasting health. Yep. To know your own body, to know when things are filling off. So today I was answering newsletter questions because my newsletter is going to come out. Maybe next week we're going to send it out when my new website launches, which is
2: Oh, I'm excited day, to see any it. Day.
0: I think they're finishing with... Coding today. You know, it's a so. gorgeous
2: website. Thank you. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. It's going
0: to be very fun. And on uh, three of the the answers that I gave, I asked people to seek naturopathic medicine. And in two of the questions were about depression.
2: Uh, and
0: I remember from when we taught a class on a healthy brain, you right. talked specifically about depression, right. and you mentioned so many supplements right. and reasons why people have depression, right. which were even outside of the brain with right. their endocrine organs. And right. It was the amazing. Gut. A lot of oh. the foods, are, you know,
2: gluten is really known to cause... Yeah, depressive symptoms. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I I don't
0: remember that. If we talked about it, and that is just shocking. Yeah, that's just
2: shocking. And I I can't emphasize enough the whole thing with vitamin D, particularly in the northwest. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because I I gotta say, you know, uh, I'll tell you why. Why? Because I had a a patient who came in who's um, going to nursing school, and she was saying that uh, taking too much vitamin D was dangerous.
0: Uh-huh, right. And I'm like, really? We've it's, heard that our whole lives. Yeah,
2: it's dangerous. You only should be taking 2,000 milligrams. And I'm like, really? It's dangerous. Tell me about that. Because when you go sit out in the sun in Hawaii, for example, 20 minutes, you're getting 10,000 IUs of vitamin D. Wow.
3: I mean, In 20
2: body, minutes? In 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah, so it's dangerous because we learned that physiologically because it's a fat-soluble vitamin. But when you look at the studies, no one has had vitamin D toxicity.
0: Wow, no one? No That's one. terrible. I mean, that's good, but right. terrible that... Because
2: the information's bad out there. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. And, and, and vitamin D is a mood elevator.
2: It is totally. I mean, I don't take an antidepressant. I take vitamin D. I have a sunlight, that lamp that I sit with, and take a good B vitamin, and I am good to go. Yeah, you're very happy. I'm happy. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I take quite a bit of vitamin D, thanks to you. I take, uh, what, um, I think... Anywhere between 5,000 and 6,000 international units a good, day, depending good. on how I'm feeling.
2: Yeah, and what I tell patients is to test. Mm-hmm. You know, after about two, three months, we retest the vitamin D just to make sure that, we're, um, that your levels are under 100. And I have not seen anyone So under 100 100 is fine Mm because I think I
0: was at like 65, which is considered normal, Yes, but I still have room to grow. Yes,
2: you do have room. Mm. The studies suggest that anything above 60 is really ideal for people in the Northwest because the Northwest is um, a very high incidence of um, MS and breast cancer, which both have been associated with low vitamin D.
0: Well, it was thirty before I started taking it, uh-huh. which is kind of where you see probably a lot of people. Most people are, right?
2: and that's considered low end normal. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! The that's lab so scary. says that that that's normal, but the studies say you really want it above sixty.
0: And the other thing that I remember, and I have done it twice now, when you feel a cold coming on, uh-huh. you recommend taking
2: 30,000.
0: I've done it twice, and the cold never came.
2: Right. You do it for about three, four days. It's <sighs> so good. You, I do it just you one day. To of me. course. Oh, you Marie, would give great advice. You're good. And I listen to you too, and it's interesting with you because you'll say it, you'll say it just the way it is. And, you know, I know you're not attached to what mm-hmm. you're saying. Right, you're just, I'm not. You're not. Yeah. And what's fascinating is how. People don't listen. <laughs> well,
0: the great thing is I'm not attached to that either. Right. You know, like, it's okay if people don't listen. It's okay if they don't do their exercises. It's perfectly fine with but me. But do
2: you wonder why?
0: Well, I know why, you know, and maybe <laughs> that's why I'm not attached. Uh-huh. And and what I've, of course, in the beginning of my practice, I definitely was more attached because I was attached to them becoming...
2: More fully
3: who and they are well yeah. you know
0: especially when comes someone comes to me and they're really sick you yeah, know yeah but then I let go of that and my clients got better faster so I have found out the l- less amount of attachment I have to whatever's going on it gives them the freedom to choose yes and to move past their resistance because they don't have to move through mine too <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Okay. yeah and they just get better a whole lot faster yeah
2: wonderful yeah it's
0: lovely so we're live here on the air in Seattle with naturopathic physician Dr. Sheila Den Merritt.
1: And if you want to call in you can we've got lines open at 425-373-5527 that's 425-373-5527 or toll free 877-825-8828 that's 877-825-8828 and we'll be right back. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's March 26th Saturday workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. Your guides are with you at all times and are ready to steer you in the right direction. This interactive day-long workshop will help you unravel the mystery of your guides. You'll learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Redmond Town Center Marriott on Saturday, March 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call 425-825-5671 to register. That's 425-825-5671. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Dee Wallace returns to Manson Mitchell in the morning along with Jared Hewitt to tell us why everything is energy. Then award-winning screenwriter, director, and
3: producer Susan Chadburn reveals how she went from incurable to cured using her own body as a research lab.
1: And Rebecca Hughes will grace us with her insights into animal guides, the Aquarian Age, and who knows what else at noon.
3: That's Manson Mitchell in the morning, Saturday at 10, followed by The Gary Mance Show at 11 a.m. Pacific.
1: For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today.
2: Alternative Talk 1150 is now being broadcast in digital quality on FM 98.9 HD3. So rejoice, you early adopters of technology.
0: Welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle. Of course, we have one of my dear, dear friends and celebrated naturopathic physician, Dr. Sheila Den Merritt. So, you know, I think one of the problems in conventional medicine, because we could talk about this forever, you and I. I know. Because we went to nursing school, yes. not together, but that would have been fun if we had. We would have gotten in lots of trouble. Oh, oh, you are so right. <laughs> <laughs> we would have. I know. Oh they my gosh. They would have kicked us out, <laughs> No, uh, I, I would have somehow made a deal. We would have stayed in nursing school, oh, okay, but but okay. You, but of course, you went off to become a naturopath, which I is what we're, we're grateful for. Um, but I think one of the reasons is because um, physicians are not required to study nutrition.
2: It's so complicated, and that is true. They are not required to to um, study nutrition, but mm-hmm. the whole si- it's a system, and it's somewhat a financial system that is backed by the, the uh, pharmaceutical industry. It's true you know and it's a blinded system it's it's a lot like politics today
0: well, you you know it's a system based on competition.
2: That's true. And
0: I just watched the movie I am. Uh huh. Oh, I heard about it's that. It's so good. And the director and producer of, of the show in the documentary of this in the movie, he talked about how he thinks competition is a mental illness and it doesn't allow for cooperation.
2: Interesting. So when we
0: look at careers mm. where you're very competitive in medical school, and mm-hmm. then and then you know you have this competition, it's mm-hmm. really not cooperation. Right.
2: There's another piece too, mm. and that is is that. Um, In medicine, everything is divided. The parts are divided. It's not whole. That's true. Right? We're holistic. We're looking at the whole. When you're looking at the aura, you're looking at all the fields, and you're looking at how they interact with each other. When I'm listening to a person, I'm looking mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, all the parts. If you have a constipation and, and sores in your mouth and you're feeling tired all the time, I'm looking to find out what is the common denominator here. Mm-hmm. And not as three different symptoms causing three different, you know, you know, we you are, are so right. Yeah, we're holistic beings.
0: Right, it's very different. And
1: standard yeah. medicine doesn't see that.
0: Right. Oh, I love standard medicine. That's a great way to look at that. So, Eric, who do we have on the lines?
1: Well, we're gonna go to Wonderland. I mean, Maple Valley, <laughs> and talk to Alice.
0: <laughs> Hi, Alice. Hi.
4: Um, I have a, a question, and I. Tuned in, it was um, you talking about constipation, so I kind of got the last part of that. But mm-hmm. I've, um, I'm really frustrated because um, this has been going on for quite some time, and I, I feel I'm doing everything right because, um, for the most part, I eat organic foods. And for fiber, I use chia fiber, and then I use this organic um, uh, tri um, blend. And it has psyllium in it, and aloe vera, and I'm not sure what this is. It's I N U L I N. And I drink a lot of water, and also for almost close to a year, I was um, having ac- acupuncture trying to um, help with this problem. And he had me um, one of the things to eating like six, six to eight figs a day, and that didn't help. And what it Eventually what it did, and I wasn't overweight, but I started gaining weight, especially around the middle, and so I quit going to him probably um, six months ago, and then I, I've i cut down on the amount of fruit I was eating, because I, even though um, I was also eating like a lot of apples, and even... Even when I was doing that, that wasn't helping. But I think that was also contributing to um, gaining weight around the middle. But, um, you know, I, I'm just really frustrated because it seems like I do every, you know, I eat healthy and I... Mm-hmm. How 59.
2: old are you, Alice?
4: I'm 59.
2: And um, when you say it's been going on for a long time, how long is long?
4: You mean being constipated? Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, Probably several
3: years.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, the the product you were talking about is inulin, and um, it actually helps with blood sugar, too. Um, I would look at your diet to see—it's interesting. A lot of people will say to me, you know, I eat organic, thinking that that should solve it. And it's good to eat organic. I'm all about that, but I don't think it's it would matter whether you're eating organic or not organic. Um, I I see a couple of things with you. Um, And one, I I want Marie to help me with, it's that you're stuck. You know, I just, I just think, oh, oh, Alice is stuck. You know, and it's, it's a metaphor, of course, that constipation is some kind of stuckness that's going on. Um, Marie will look more deeply at that. I hope. Um, I think that also movement helps, like physical movement of an exercise that will oh. will stimulate your intestinal tract to uh, release. Okay,
4: I I do exercise um, almost every day. Good. I'm active and and as far as you know, the diet organic. Um, but it, it and I I should say too, I don't eat processed foods. Good,
2: either. good, yeah. So then, what we would look at is, of course, a couple foods that are groups that are very uh, common with constipation. One is dairy. And one is gluten. Mm -hmm. Those two foods can constipate you more, bind you up more. Sometimes using an herbal formula that has um, also magnesium in it will help. Um, and it may be that you're deficient in magnesium. Those would be things that we, I would, you know, as an oh, investigator look at. So a magnesium
0: deficiency could
2: lead to constipation. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah but there's some ways that she's stuck. What's going well, on? Well,
0: constipation is connected to the root chakra because it governs the colon and it's about not letting go of the past. But ah. And I agree that um, Alice is very stuck. And Alice, you feel to me like you're very regimented in, in your life and you're focused and you have plans and you you go through your plans, but there isn't a lot of spontaneity or flow. And when we look at, you know, waste products moving through the intestinal tract, it's got a flow through 30 feet of intestines. It's a lot of movement. I think most of what happens for her is in the colon though. And that last five feet is what it feels like to me. So there is, um, you know, an exercise that you can do to help you let go of the past. It's kind of complicated, I think. The, the first thing that has to happen is you have to sit down and think about all the wonderful things about you because people who hold on to the past are having the reason why they have a hard time letting go of it because they think something wrong happened,
2: oh. right? And
0: so they're kind of reliving it even if they're not consciously reliving it in a way where it's still a problem, right? It should have turned out differently. And I agree about the dairy too as well. Um, And so what you want to do is sit down and think about all the wonderful things about you and then pull something from your history that you haven't been able to let go of yet. And when you feel good about yourself, you'll be empowered. And then you can ask yourself, how did that situation help me to grow? And then you'll get a new insight if you've been if you act accurately pumped yourself up and felt great about you, you'll get a brand new insight. And that will allow energy to flow in your body and um, release toxins through the intestinal tract. And I would also recommend, Alice, please don't think about constipation one more time because you, you're you a little obsessed with it. And I get it. You've been working on this hard. <laughs> but it's all you think about. So you're actually She's telling, stuck in it.
2: Yes. Good. And so she can't move forward. Right. Which you may be scared to do. Sure.
0: That's a, another good point because once the constipation goes, then what are you going to think about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> something else, hopefully.
2: If, if you wanted to investigate what what would be good to do is to find out if you're eating foods you're allergic to, that would be a diet diary or and, and or an elimination diet or a, a blood test to see if you're actually not truly allergic, but sensitive to foods. And... um And then look at your supplement profile because there could be something in there that you're reacting to um, or something that you're missing. Mm-hmm. so those would be my suggestions mm-hmm. and i love that marie how did that situation help me grow
0: right love that because that's what really happened it's
2: empowering and you can own it and then you can learn from it and then you can let it go Then you can let it
0: go and then whenever it comes back in your mind you'll be happy about it it'll be like oh that was that cool was so thing. great right yeah. right Rather instead than, of devastating uh, yeah yeah perfect yeah so we hope that helps alice oh i, I very much. Thank you so much. Take care, I Alice. It. Okay. Bye, bye. Goodbye.
1: All right. Now let's talk to Susie in Kirkland.
0: Hi, Susie. How are you? Hello.
1: Hello, Susie. Hello, Susie. All right. We're going to go ahead and put Susie on hold and see if we can come back to her. And let's talk to Annette in Olympia. Hi,
2: Annette. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi.
5: Hi. How are you?
0: Great. How are you?
5: Good, thank you. Um, I had a question regarding vitamin D that you were talking about. Okay. Um, I'm pretty healthy, and I like to take a lot of vitamin D. Um, I can take maybe um, 1,000 IUs two times a day and separate them. It seems if I take more than that, I become constipated. And I have tried a liquid vitamin D gel cap from a high-end brand, and then I went to a, you know, like a 5,000 IU powdered capsule that didn't help hmm. um i don't know if there's something i'm very very sensitive to supplements and i had i i take supplements but i have to be careful in what i take and i have to really add one see how it works with me and then take it out if that's the cause of you know any type of problems. um i have had ulcers of colitis in the past but i've really gotten through that with diet and and supplements
2: Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, really. Oh, thank you. I thank also you. think that's really smart of you. I tell people to do that, Annette, to take one supplement at a, at a time mm. because if you're going to have a reaction, it would be very helpful to know what it is. And if you take several things all at once, there's no way to know.
0: That's what I do all the time. Perfect. So, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I do the. Oh, take all it all at once? Yeah, I'll be mm-hmm. a little more
2: careful, yeah. No, I mean, when you're first introducing mm-hmm. something, whether mm-hmm. it's a drug or a supplement. Mm-hmm. So that's really smart. And so, Annette, um, when a patient comes in and they tell me a symptom like you've just said i take vitamin d and i get constipated rather than say that's impossible no one's ever done that you know it's like i go oh hmm interesting now i will say i've been in practice 28 years i haven't heard that one and i think that's interesting and i completely believe you and um therefore you're doing perfect by you've tried different supplements it doesn't matter whether it's a liquid or a powder or a gel cap you have that reaction it's unusual but it's true for you so therefore dividing the dosage and using a small amount is probably appropriate
5: is there any like sublingual anything else you can think of a sublingual d
2: hmm um i don't know of one Actually, you know, vitamin D is this is something interesting. It's fat soluble, you know, and if you have the ulcerative colitis, there Uh, may be some hook in there where your body does not absorb fats well. Yeah. Uh, so it might be helpful when you take the vitamin D to take it with um, a digestive enzyme that has some oh. fat soluble in it.
0: No, that's so smart because when you first got on the um, on the line, Annette, I thought, oh, I bet her body doesn't absorb vitamin D very well. That was my first thought. Oh, you're so intuitive. Well, I just saw one of my patients who was diagnosed with that, who has you know really serious depleted vitamin D, uh-huh. which you don't have, Annette. You know, you're just not okay. seriously depleted from what I can see. So the digestive enzyme won't h- hurt. The the vitamin. D. No, no, no. It'll
2: help absorb it. If you take the the digestive aid with food, you know, in the morning and and a little fat, like if you can eat a little uh, gluten free bread with almond butter on it, Mm. Mm. that will help the vitamin D absorb. I'd love to hear how that works for you. Yeah, it's going
5: to work. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions on a type of digestive enzyme? Because again, I've tried I, a
2: lot um, of them. I'm I'm a snob. I really like high quality supplements that don't have a lot of fillers or binders. I um, do too. Yeah. So um, you're in Olympia. Randys used to be down there. The pharmacy. I don't know if it's still there. But there's right. a great. Can I say things online? Yeah. BioGest. B i o g e s t. It's a great digestive enzyme by Thorne. T h o Mm it's it's clean the product is clean it Mm -hmm. doesn't have any binders it doesn't have any fillers it was designed for people who are um hypersensitive but i think we're all sensitive nowadays Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's a great
0: that's a great line okay well good
2: luck let us know
0: yeah it's gonna work and that can i ask you one question sure what do you what do you do for work what i do for work Uh i am
5: in sales Uh uh-huh
0: are you wanting to leave
5: Well, actually, I'm trying to get into it. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't. I should say that I should back up because Uh I have been into type of accounting work, which Uh I do want to leave.
2: So uh she's already leaving
5: it. Uh I'm Uh already leaving it and going into sales. Is there something? Can you give me some?
0: Well, because I just got this overall impression that, first of all, you love nutrition. Um, you're very smart about it. You love helping people. It's one of your favorite things to do. And if you're, since you're thinking about changing careers, I think you really, really need to look at your heart's desire, not what's the easiest, what's, you know, how can I make money quick or whatever, whatever your thought processes aren't, are, but really go for your soul, what your soul wants you to do. I would, I would definitely take time looking at that. It's just as important as how you're going to digest your vitamin D and absorb it into your body. Your work is just as important as that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for giving me
5: something to think about. Thank okay,
0: you. have a wonderful day.
5: You too, I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you
0: so much. So we're live here in the Marie Manu Cherry show with lovely, wonderful Dr. Sheila Dunmerit, and we'll be right back.
2: Was trying to The Healing From Within, supporting a Healthy Brain DVD, is now available for purchase. Marie and Dr. Sheila dunn third DVD covers the human brain in its entirety. They describe the brain as being a universe filled with multi-sensory abilities. Learn why neurotransmitters and serotonin levels can affect your mood. Gain knowledge about what vitamins and minerals are imperative to healthy aging exercises and meditations are included if you haven't picked up your copy of the first two dvds on detoxification or heart health they're available online at www.energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671 coming in the new year hormone health the final dvd in the series
1: there's an exciting new astrology hour tuesdays at 5 p.m with deborah silverman Debra's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Debra Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Debra's website at DebraSilbermanAstrology.com.
0: If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Also, be sure to check out Marie's website in January. The class schedule for 2011 will be posted along with a complete website makeover. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671.
2: Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say, there's no place like Alternative Talk 1150.
0: welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle with my dear, dear friend, Dr. Sheila Den Merritt. And we do have a question that was written in to the website. So we get those from time to time because I can't answer them all in the newsletter. I try, but it'll just take me way too long and then I'll have to get ready for the next newsletter and they're supposed to be quarterly. So thankfully we bring them in and Eric reads them for us oh, on the great. air. Isn't that great? Yes. But- so we have one that Alyssa thought would just be very appropriate for you, Dr. Sheila, as well, to answer this question.
1: That's right. So I'm gonna- to try and do my best impression of Kelly from California. And I'm hoping she's got a really deep voice. (laughs) Hi, Marie. I just found out I'm eight weeks pregnant with twins. I'm in shock as this third pregnancy was a little bit of a surprise. I did talk with my husband, as you suggested, and I think he's feeling a little better. Can you give a reading and any insight regarding health and happiness for these two baby beings? The doctor is concerned about uh, gestational diabetes and preterm labor. I'm still processing this news. Thanks, Love and Light, Kelly from California.
0: Thank you, Eric. You're so sweet. She actually called in on Tuesday, and uh, she, before she knew, there were twins actually. And I was picking up on her, her husband was not exactly a happy camper about. A third baby.
2: Well, oops. Yeah. and
0: now oops, we're going to have four. You know, which I wow. think was adorable. Four Aww. and twins, which is going to get him on track, I think, a little bit more because it's just Aww, cool to it's have twins. Beautiful family. Yeah, it's really Sweet. cool. So they have two boys, and now hmm, I don't know exactly what two more they're going to have. So, what about g- gestational diabetes?
2: Um, it, it, it's always a concern when there are twins. That, um, and particularly depending on how old she is, uh, mm-hmm. the mom, and what her previous pregnancies were like. But it may be that um, she has a challenge with blood sugar and diabetes, which will go into normalcy after the babies are born. Um, but I, I don't think that, again, that's like standard medicine. Why go into it with fear? Right. Certainly go into it with knowledge, but, you know, if you're healthy, Kelly, you obviously have no problem getting pregnant, which is such <laughs> a blessing. Um, again, I don't know how old you are. They're more concerned about twins. I'd when... say
0: late thirties, early forties. Uh-huh, right yeah.
2: So, there. so, you know, you're on the edge there for, um, Um, having some complications, and maybe the babies will come a little early. but Late 30s. yeah, Yeah, yeah. You know, eat really well. Make sure you take your protein drinks in the morning and walk and breathe and drink water, and you'll be healthy. You'll be fine. So
0: my concern was, are they going to test her? for uh, her blood sugars which I'm not a fan of the conventional test where they right. have you drink I don't know how many grams of no, sugar.
2: No, they shouldn't do that. I know. They shouldn't especially do when that. you're pregnant exactly. and everything the babies.
0: Oh my gosh. I, I had I had to do that with before of course I left conventional medicine. I did that when I was pregnant with
2: Misha. And um it, No, they shouldn't make you do a, absolute, a challenge. Just no. just to do a blood test just to see what just your track levels your are. Blood sugar. Sure.
0: Every time you come in for an appointment, they can right. do a blood sugar check. You can
2: also do an eight-hour fast and then go out and eat a meal ah, and then come back and do what's called a two-hour post-perennial and see what your blood sugar Perfect. looks like. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Rather than putting all those chemicals yeah. in your body and yeah. 30 grams of sugar right. or whatever it is, which is insane. That's exactly right. And I think when people are on the, on the kind of the cusp of potential diabetes, taking 30 grams
2: of- Can aggravate. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So I think they're both boys. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh, that means there's
2: going to be four boys. Four boys. Oh, oh mommy's going to be gosh. busy.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure we're going to find out because she's going to have ultrasounds and uh, yeah. who knows an amnio perhaps.
2: Congratulations, Kelly. Yes,
0: congratulations. And your husband is coming around because he is get, starting to get excited about too. But um then I, mean, I would not have any more babies unless he gives you the green flag <laughs> to go. Thanks a lot, Kelly, for writing that in. So Who else do we have on the now? We've got
1: uh, Susie and Kirkland. We're going to check in with her. Try again. Uh, and I think she's there this time.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you,
4: Marie. I really enjoy your program and especially Dr. Sheila when you are on board with
2: her. Oh, thank you. You're I welcome.
4: have a sense my, uh, my question is enmeshed meshed in with the first um, couple callers. My question is, I get oh. the past year I've gotten quite a few, I don't know if they're called canker sores or blood blisters, inside my mouth and on my tongue and I can get him eating carrots. I can get him eating something like a rice cracker. I can get him certainly eating something like um uh, uh an avocado uh, i uh I need your direction,
2: okay. Um, you should have seen my face when you said avocado. <laughs> I was I looked, I love avocados. Yeah. Well, I went, Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. And you you're right. It was just like the woman Annette from Olympia with a vitamin D issue. It's like, Whoa, oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that one and I totally believe you and that's what your experience is. So either you're um there's several things that could be going on here. Usually If it is a canker sore, and of course, we would have to do an examination and sometimes even um, do a swab and have it tested to make sure we know what we're dealing with. But it may be that your whole body system is too acid. And not alkaline enough, because in an acid environment, you're more prone to get canker sores. Okay, so then there's a whole way to alkalinize the body, but you have to be very careful while you're alkalinizing, because you can become too alkaline. So it's a process. That's number one. Number two, it might be that the foods that you're eating um, have chemicals on it that you're reacting to, that you're sensitized to. You know, the carrots and the rice crackers, I I don't know if they're they're organic or not. Um, It may be that you're a little toxic, and so that whatever you're eating... Is just throwing your system over over a bit of a cliff. So that would that would be some directions that I would suggest you explore with a healthcare person to mm-hmm. see.
0: Mm-hmm. I keep just hearing minerals, minerals, minerals. She's minerals. lacking some yeah, minerals. She's lacking minerals. Mm-hmm. Um, and are, is there something that happened in your life that's made you really really sad?
5: Oh sure, oh. many
0: things. Okay. So what's happening is is you're not addressing it fully because you're strong. You're independent. You know how to take care of yourself, which has its positives, but it also can have its negatives. Uh, You know, when you're too strong and you you do everything on your own and you you don't let anyone help you. It's just, it's no fun on the planet. And so I almost feel like that she's getting leeched. You know,
2: oh, so her minerals are being leached they're out. They're
0: being leached out, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, getting alkaline or more alkaline Will is going to make a big mm-hmm. difference. But taking more minerals, even mm-hmm. trace minerals right. could be helpful. Or mineral so she, water. So she's
2: talking about zinc and selenium. Um, you can also take the the the, the larger minerals, um, magnesium and calcium. Mm-hmm. You can also take iodine. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's a really good suggestion. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it just feels like it. I, I, I know I get depleted in minerals, I think, just from doing a lot of
2: energy Wouldn't work. would be fun if we worked side-by-side side oh, with really patients? Fun. Oh, it
0: would be a kick. Oh yeah, we'll God. have to think about doing that. No, Having a people special would be time.
2: so lucky.
0: <laughs> so so what about the
2: sadness with, with yeah, her? Yeah,
0: well, because you're protecting it, Susie, you're protecting this sadness. Uh, and isn't that interesting? When she, when you cry, when you let yourself cry, she's going to cry out a bunch of minerals. But I almost it's wonder... Cleansing. Right. It's going to cleanse her, maybe Mm -hmm. even help her become more alkaline. Right. And then she can absorb healthy minerals through the food. So you really do need to cry, maybe even see a grief counselor and just let yourself get to, because grief is so, you know, the things that have made me sad about the sad things in my life are not obvious. Interesting. They're not the obvious things. It's those little things that you remember, uh-huh. you know, the teeny tiny things that you, you really own from a childhood experience or mm-hmm. from a marriage experience that, that you don't remember until you really let yourself seriously, authentically grieve. And then it's that one thing that triggers you to bawl your eyes out or to say goodbye to or whatever you need right. to, but it's unique for each person.
2: I think often behind a grief is a celebration.
0: Oh, that is
2: gorgeous. Do you know? Totally. It's like I was so sad when Sonny died. Oh Aww, my gosh. The kitty cat. But you know, we can celebrate the love, the mm-hmm. incredible gift that she was to Stephen and myself. Mm-hmm.
0: But you grieved a lot for a that lot. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Susie, I wish for you the best in May. The griefs turn into joys.
0: Oh,
4: thank you so much. I think you're both right on. I really appreciate it. Have
0: a wonderful
2: day. Thank you day. for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> there was a nice little beep at the end.
3: Yeah, I yeah. guess
1: that means we need to go on to our next caller. <laughs> Let's talk to Lynn in Seattle right now.
0: Hi,
3: Lynn. Hi there. Thank you for, so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, I have a question for both of you. Um, I've had migraines since I was 16, and I was recently pregnant and had no migraines. So I feel that there's probably a hormonal um, cause underneath and I have a lot of flushing in my face, but I also have had, um, I know that certain things trigger them like foods, chocolate, glutamates, um, dehydration, sleep disruption, which is happening a lot right now, um, cause I'm, um, nursing my baby and, um, definitely my cycle in the past, stress and my nervous system is sensitive. So those are all triggers, but I feel like there's probably this hormonal thing. And I'm wondering if I should go see a, um, a naturopath and deal with that because the things I've tried so far are constitutional care, homeopathy, which has helped or it had before I got pregnant. Um, and i have i been meditating more. I've been trying to been listening to Marie and I'm trying to embrace them because they're actually um, having me meditate more. Uh-huh. So that's some goodness that's coming out of it. And I'm on Chinese herbs by my acupuncturist and I get acupuncture every other week. So I, I've tried quite a few things and so I'm a little. Perplexed because I'm getting them like once or
0: twice a week right now. Well, don't we have the most amazing smart callers? They're yeah, just really, really smart people. Oh. It's yeah, really seriously. extraordinary.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, Lynn, when you talked and about all the different things that will trigger the migraine for you, and obviously the biggest one being the hormones, my I was thinking, you know, everyone has an area that most people have anyway, an area that tends to be their weakness, meaning if they're going to get sick or if there's going to be a challenge, you know, it's going to ha- this is where it's going to happen. So for you, it's your headaches. Yeah. Other people, it might be their GI tract. For some people, it's lungs. For some people, it's low back. So that's your barometer. Your headaches are your barometer. And I'm hearing you say it's not just one cause. You know, several things will trigger for you the headaches. Uh, like you said, if you're dehydrated, if your sleep is disturbed, certainly if you're stressed, you know about foods. So as you're journeying through your life, you're gathering more information about how to tend to your body. And one area that you're now wanting to look at is how are hormones influencing your um, the headaches, and you're right on. It's absolutely accurate. It can be influencing your headaches. The question is, how do you test for that? Because testing for hormones is a little challenging because we're cycling, so they're moving up, they're moving down, and so on. And particularly if you're breastfeeding um, with a child, I certainly wouldn't want you to be taking hormones right now. So I wouldn't want to treat you hormonally. I'd, I'd want to wait until you were post breastfeeding and then explore it. I love that. I, I, I absolutely yeah. love that.
0: Well, there's an interesting link between um, the second chakra, where where the reproductive organs are, and the third eye, the sixth chakra, where the brain is, of course. right? And right. so the brain and the third eye is about being multisensory. So people typically who I see who have migraines are very intuitive, but they tend to block their intuition, and and the block does come from the second chakra because in the second chakra you need to be free, happy relaxed, available, cheerful. available. Exactly. So when there's, you know, constipation, if you will, in the second chakra, then that, <laughs> that disables the third eye. And,
2: and then the pain begins. And
0: then the pain can begin. Right. So mm. it's ver- very important for you to be free because intuition is like, like you and I, you, you know, cause you work intuitively all the time, Sheila, you have to be able to even say weird stuff. Right. I say weird stuff all day long. I have no idea what it means. If I censored myself right, or to criticized myself, yeah. mm-hmm. my intuition is going to turn off. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But instead I say weird stuff all day mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. and it means something to the people that I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Right. So so unless they're
2: in denial and then it doesn't, but it's still accurate. I bet you people call you years later. Is it true? And even apologize. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, they they come up to me, even up at
0: classes. I was really mad at you, which, of course, I had no idea that they were even mad at me because you said (laughs) so and so. But then I found out you were right. Right, right, right.
3: The same thing's happened to me, Marie. You you, you, you know, you've been right on. <laughs> <with> <laughs> so so it, I think
2: that the I think that doing the homeopathy is phenomenal. Great
0: idea cuz she's pregnant. She could do homeopathy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Excellent. And
2: that you said that I you mean, had done it before and yeah. I and so that's great. And the meditation. As you were talking I thought, "Wow, you're using your symptom to explore your life and to you you might even be a oh holistic practitioner you're when you're done so with this." You're so
0: right. You're so right. Yeah. And and then I would, you know, be free. Let say what you want when, whenever you feel resistance because intuitives generally are stubborn people believe it or not <sighs> I didn't
2: know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right. right. Yeah. Okay. And, and
0: we're stubborn because, and I'm including you in this conversation, Lynn, because we need to be able to hold on to a vision, a thought, a feeling, a sense long enough to translate it so that it makes sense. So that's where the oh. stubbornness feeds oh, us. Okay. But where it doesn't is when we resist it. When, and so pay attention to your resistance. Ask yourself as soon as you can recover from, mm, I'm not going to do that or that doesn't feel right or whatever the resistance is you know when you can recover from it then ask yourself how can i you know how is the situation actually benefiting me i'm I'm somehow resistant about what i just heard but it must have meaning because i'm reacting to it
2: interesting
0: and and that will soften your creativity in your second chakra and let the energy go straight up to your brain and let your third eye work for you thank you
3: very much because i'm definitely having um resistance with a couple of people in my life. and <laughs> <laughs> So um, would you also think that that um, would encompass situations too?
0: Everything. Um, everything. Okay. Just, you know, whenever I feel that, feeling, you know, where my back gets tight and I'm frustrated and someone has just barely said anything to me. They have no idea that I'm frustrated by the way. I have a smile on my face. I'm acting very nice. But I know later that evening, if it happened in the day, I need to sit down with myself, replay the conversation, which I have not forgotten because stubborn people don't forget things like that. And 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 then ask myself, what was that real message? Because there's something important in that moment for me, but I'm somehow resisting it. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to grow through something. And, and yet I really want to evolve. So I give myself permission to be at peace with whatever that was when I'm alone. And then I am always delivered very profound information that helps me grow wow. much quicker. Yeah.
2: So, Lynn, hang on because I'm going to ask Maria a question for you. Okay. <laughs> so, so Marie, yeah. these headaches started when she was around 16. So she what? was starting to flow into her hormonal cycle. You may have a different answer than I'm. The question I'm asking. Um, and so I'm wondering what can. Lynn do to support the balance of her hormonal cycle without using hormones? Like, is there an exercise? Mm-hmm. Is there some way that she needs to breathe into her ovaries? Is you know That's
0: no, a great question. Yeah. And this is going to sound really weird. It had popped into my mind earlier, but you know, you know how intuition is you get so much stuff at one time. Yeah. You kind of pick what's the, the loudest, what, yes, right? Absolutely. And then, then once you have said the loudest, then the more silent stuff can actually come through. And this is gonna sound really weird and I apologize. Um, but there may be some shame around sexuality, is that what you were getting to? Uh that that wasn't real. It's not real shame, it's pretend shame. And and what I had thought about um before is could you act a little bit shameful <laughs> sexually?
2: <laughs> to free that energy. To free up. that up,
0: yeah. You know, just you know the words i don't i don't think i can say on the air so if you could act just a little shameful maybe buy some kind of nasty lingerie or say some nasty words to your partner they they really won't be but it may feel that way to you so
2: you can break from through. that 16-year-old girl yeah to open up the energy that's being blocked and going into migraines yeah yeah do, do, <laughs> she's stuttering right with
3: me because i i feel like um I'm pr- pretty free in that area. Good. Um, though I have to say, it, since having a, a baby, it's it's been freer. Occupied right now, so there's a, true. <laughs> that's true. Flowing real well right, right now in that area, but
0: um, it, and it doesn't but, have to be now. It's something from the past, and and it could not even be that okay. something like probably something never bad happened in the past, but somehow you perceived it that way.
2: The, just feels like that the hormonal yeah. your hormonal levels are being suppressed and my as a naturopath I tend to want to use hormones to balance them out and I thought wow I'm with Marie I can ask her how do you balance the hormones out because our body produces them right okay. so we I should will be yeah Thank we, you, you should be able to tap in and, even
0: maybe just think really deep sexual thoughts. I mean, just, you can do it privately. Sensual. Sensual. There you go. And, And the reason why I'm saying it again is because when I said it the first time, Sheila nodded, many uh, times so it was something that she was thinking too
2: so you
0: can well, I, figure this out
3: I, I will try it even though it doesn't sound right to me but I'm going right. to work on it because I'm showing us, call up us,
2: call us and let us know how it went
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have to do it on the air by the way you can just see you now
2: no but other people want to know <laughs> I, I
3: know they
2: do okay take care Lynn okay.
3: thank <laughs> you, thank so, you much. so much congratulations you. on okay. your baby
2: thank you mm-hmm. bye
1: bye um, And I think we have time uh, very quickly here to talk to Pam in Spokane. Hi, Pam. How are you?
6: Hi, ladies. I wish I could clone you and have you in Spokane. I love you both so much. Oh, thank you. makes me so jealous. I want to go to you guys here. (laughs) Um, So I'm having this rib pain, and I had this little accident like a week or so ago where I bent over with a whole load of stuff and an underwire bra, and I compressed my left rib cage. And had a horrible feeling, kind of like bending over your colon in half or something. And, <laughs> and I thought it was getting okay. And then the last few days, I've just had a lot of pain in that yeah, it's left a, rib area. Definitely and I'm a thinking, big bruise. Could I go to the chiropractor? Do I need to do something? Do I need to just be with it? How old you know, are like, you? I was just wondering what you're getting, like what's going on here. How old are you? I'm 66.
2: Uh-huh. Um you know I I want to err on on conservative and I'd want to make sure I mean if you broke it there's really nothing they do sometimes right. they'll tape it right, right. but I just want to make sure that there isn't anything else going on so I'd I'd want to see you and palpate and listen to make sure that there isn't anything organically, structurally going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Marie can look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's pretend there is nothing else going on. Then I would say to take Arnica, A-R-N-I-C-A. Yes, Arnica, try and get a high dose as you can, probably what's called a 200C, and take um, you know about three doses. Um, that's one thing you can do.
6: Like three doses a day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's wonderful. Is that
2: wonderful. a tablet or? Um, They're little pellets that Sublingual taste like sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's also a tromiel cream that you can oh, put God, on. Good. You might want to put a little ice yeah. on there. You could put a castor oil pack on there, which you take castor oil and put it on a washcloth and put it right directly on the skin and then put like a plastic uh, towel, a plastic bag over it because it's real sticky and then put a heat source over that like a heating pad and that will Help a, quite a bit if if it's just a bruise. Yeah, going to the chiropractor might be helpful if if it's out.
0: That's what I think, mm-hmm. and then he can just kind of look at it yeah. so that you're not worried. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like a large contusion to me. Uh, yeah, and, okay. and the, they hurt like heck. I've had one. I've yeah. had two actually, and yeah. they really hurt in yeah. that area. Yeah. Aww. So I think the chiropractor's a great idea because yeah. he can do a little mini assessment, and then Doctor Sheila won't worry about you. Yes. Okay. I'll try, and I won't
2: worry about you. <laughs>
6: Thank you so much for calling in. Just another question for Dr. Sheila: Can you rebuild bone?
2: Absolutely, one hundred percent.
6: The doctors just are so bad about this, and they want me to take drugs. I do have osteoporosis, and that's why I was worried. Resisted um, drugs.
2: Mm -hmm. I wrote a book on osteoporosis many years ago, and um, bone builds. Bone grows. It's like, yes, 100% you can build bone. Um, it depends on how much of a deficit you have in the bone, but you can build it. We use vitamin D, we use vitamin K, we use exercise, along with calcium and magnesium. So what's the name magnesium. of the book? Oh, the book is called um, Everything You Wanted to Know About Osteoporosis.
0: All right. So wow. I think you should order Fabulous. that. Amazon.com. Okay. Okay.
2: okay. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you, Pam. Take good care, Pam. Love you guys. Bye. Love you, too. Thanks for doing this. We'll talk Talk about
0: that next. I didn't know about that book. I knew about the other book you wrote, but I didn't know about that one. Oh, I can't wait to learn more about it. Okay. And tomorrow I will be at the Questfield Convention Center. I'm gonna be on the Dr. Pat show. She's gonna interview me for 90 minutes. I'm gonna do live readings at the Northwest Woman Show. So I'm so excited. I'll see all of you, whoever happens to come, tomorrow at the convention center on the Questfield. And thank you. My pleasure. I love having you on the show. Oh. And you're gonna come back again and, and look, again.
2: Eric, the sky is
0: blue. <laughs> blue. It really <laughs> is, you guys.
2: The palette has changed. And then
0: you'll host for me when I'm in Italy I'm in May. Thank to you that. so much. You and Dr. I mean, you and Ainsley McLeod will do that. Dr. McLeod, thank you so much. <laughs> (laughs) everyone have a wonderful day and joyful blessings